Welcome to Arise Life, a community of believers being equipped, empowered, and released into their destiny. For more information, go to arisealife.org or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Man, I, I, I love how God coordinates his body. And, uh, you know, we always talk about this, that um, Marina and her team, they listen to Jesus for what he leads them to do. And we don't coordinate, but Jesus does. And if you were blind, you would still know that the theme today, based upon the songs we sang, is love. And it's so fascinating because our last week we talked about fear, right? Fear leading to exhaustion and, and all these things. But what I, I kept thinking, the Lord kept driving into my head this week is that verse. You guys can probably guess what it is. Perfect love does what? Cast out fear. And, you know, we say that. That's a wonderful thing, right? But I started, anybody here ever been honest with Jesus? You're like, I, that's a great verse, Jesus. Um, but um, you haven't lived down here. Oh, wait, you have. Never mind, right? Because my experience, when you love, that's when fear gets real. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Like, when I was a single guy all by myself, without even a pet, I had no fears. I should have had some, but I had none. I was just young and dumb, right? And then I brought a dog into my life. And the littlest bits of fear creep crept in. But that was nothing like inviting a woman into my life or a child into my life or a bunch of crazy people into my life. Like, I was fine. And I said, Lord, I don't get this. Perfect love casts out fear. And he goes, yeah, isn't it great? I'm like, huh? Oh, love. Yeah, perfect love. That too. Perfect love casts out fear. So what in the world is going on? And I... And, and if, let me tell you this, if you ask God a question and you don't get an answer, Jesus said this, he who asks, you know, ask, and what happens? You shall receive. You shall receive. Seek, and you, shall and you will find. Knock, door will be open. Well, I'm asking and I'm not getting an answer. Well, many of you guys know that what that verse is really is what's in the, a tense called present continual. Ask and keep on asking. Knock and keep on knocking. A great example is a toddler. If you tell a toddler, they're like, I want to go outside. No. What are they going to ask? Why? Because it's hot outside. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? They're going to ask. They're going to keep on asking. And so, anybody know what I'm talking about? Knock and keep on knocking. You're like, right? And it's like, and I love what Jesus says. He says, remember the woman? She, she, had a, she was a widow and she had a case before an unjust judge. In other words, he'd been bribed. And she went to him and begged him over and over again until what? He gave in. And God said, if the unjust judge does that, how much more should you keep on asking? And so I'm asking the question. He goes, perfect love casts out fear. And I'm going, that doesn't make any sense. 
Anybody here was trained in church not to ask questions like that? It's okay because we know the author. It's okay to go, I don't get it. And he kept going, I know. And I'm like, okay, so I'm not going to stop. I kept asking. And then suddenly he reminded me this. When Jesus came into the presence of a person with a demon, what happened? They would manifest. What would that manifestation look like? Was it pretty? Was it ugly? You know, the man, the man who, uh, the Gadarene demoniac drags his demons to Jesus. <laughs> right? It's not pretty. Love shows up and what was totally okay is suddenly a mess. Love shows up and what was perfectly okay is now a mess. Now, here's the question. Was the demon there before love showed up? Yes. But the demon was real nice and pretty. When love showed up, it wasn't pretty anymore. Stay with me. Let me give you another example. Jesus reminded me of this. God is what? Love, right? So, do you guys remember Adam and Eve in the garden? It always goes back there. Adam and Eve in the garden, right? They have just done what? They have sinned. They have just chosen to step out of love, step out, take everything upon themselves. We're going to be the the arbiters of right and wrong in our lives. We eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, right? And what happens? God comes walking into the garden. Love comes walking into the garden. And they do what? Hide. And then when he goes, Adam, where are you? He finally comes out. What does Adam say? His reason that he hid from love. What? I was afraid. Love caused fear to become visible. It was there, but love makes it become visible. Now you're going to start to see some, anybody starting to connect the dots? Who here? This is your experience with love. I love you, you love me. Like everything's just wonderful until it's not. Do you know what I'm talking about? And if you love at all, something's going to happen when you trigger fear in me. True? I'm sorry, you don't have a relationship with someone until fear starts to show up. Some of you are, huh? No! Okay, listen, listen. Up to that point, you just have a mutual appreciation club. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. No, real relationship starts when, ah! Now, here's a question. Let me ask you. What are some things that we might fear in, when, it, when relationship triggers fear? What kind of fears might it trigger? Betrayal. Betrayal. Yeah, if I didn't trust you, you couldn't betray me. What else? Loss. Loss. I see that hand. Okay, what else? Rejection. Rejection. What was that? Cost. Yeah, what else? Being seen. Being seen. Oh, talk to me through. I like it. Come on. Let's go, let me do this. Warts and all. <laughs> Come on. What's that? Uh, uh, lack of, yeah, uh-huh. uh huh. Unappreciated. 
Oh, yeah. Now, what's wrong with vulnerability? <laughs> well, I li- let me say this. I, I, I'll tell you, vulnerability is, not enough, is, is, the, is the possibility of being hurt. Of pain. I heard something over here. Yes. Discipline. Ooh. Let me, let me, now, 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 who here, you fantasized about becoming an adult so nobody could discipline you anymore? (laughs) Tell me what to do. Anybody found that friends will discipline you? Do you know what discipline means? They'll give you feedback on your actions. Accountability. Accountability. Ah! I don't, listen, I don't need that kind of mess in my life. Right? Discipline, accountability. Come on, what else? What other kind of fears does relationship bring? Fear sacrifice. Sacrifice. Compromise. Compromise. Oh. Come on. What's that? The truth. Yes. Yes. What else? You might have to change? No. All right. That's a good start. All right. So literally, so what's going to happen? Now, if you go into a relationship, all of these are on the menu. Does that make sense? Every one of these on the menu. Now, who here? Okay, sorry. Yeah, whatever. I'll throw us all under the bus. Who here has had this experience where you think you're having a wonderful mutual appreciation relationship? La, 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 la. And then suddenly one of these fears comes up. Now, what do you do at that point? Uh, Let's just say, uh, I fear that you may or may have or may already have or may in the future betray me. What is my, what do I, so what do I think about you? What's that? Peace out, peace out. Like, this is not worth it, right? Okay, let's go for that. Let me, here, let me, let me give it over here. So, okay, so the decision is not worth it. Too much risk. What might I think about you? You? Wow. <laughs> Dang, that just got harsh. I was going for not trustworthy. We're all right, money. Okay, all right, Judas. Um, like, let me say this: I wouldn't be worried about you betraying me if there wasn't something wrong with you. Nobody, because my fears tell me about you. They don't tell me about me. Stay with. My fears don't tell me about me. They tell me about you. Is that true? No, absolutely. <laughs> no my life is a lie. <laughs> Why? Because the whole point of fear is to tell me about you. Now, the Holy Spirit gives us what kind of control? Self-control. That is useless for me managing your ability to betray me. Anybody see where I'm going? What? No. See, fear tells me actually nothing reliable about you. 
Nothing reliable. It usually does what? It takes a little bit of information and does what? Right? Doesn't it? Okay. Fear, perfect love casts out fear. This is why Jesus said, he gave us one command. He said a new command. In other words, forget about the Old Testament. We just got one easy command to keep. What's the one command we're supposed to keep? Love. Not a problem. We should have this done by Tuesday. Love one another. And by this, everybody will know you're my disciples. Like it will be so obvious. Why? Because nobody else has got this kind of love. What kind of love is it? First John tells us what kind of love. By this, we have known what love is. What, how do we know what love is? Because Jesus gave his life for us. This is what love looks like. Love doesn't protect itself. <laughs> love lays itself down for another. Who wrote this book anyway? <laughs> Crazy people? What? Ah, this is why we end up with an asterisk to Bible. Does it really mean that? Love casts out fear. What if the reason every time we come together in a community, I get triggered in my fear is because love is present, not because there's a problem with you? What if every time I draw close in a relationship, the reason fear manifests has zilch to do with you and has everything to do with me? You know how excitingly wonderful that is? People are like, no, I do not know how that's excitingly wonderful. Do I have any control over you? But if it's telling me something about me, guess what? I do have some control according to Holy Spirit over me. So suddenly I have a problem I can deal with, with Jesus. I can't deal with your problems. Anybody tried to sort somebody else out? Works great. But if I get close to you and fear manifests, I can't deal with you. I've got to deal with me. In that moment, in that moment, Jesus, what is this fear telling me about? Now, Let's just go back to the garden. Because God did a little, you know, inner healing session with Adam and Eve. You guys remember this? He's like, okay, let's slow it down. Okay, why are you afraid? Okay, do you think that's a good question to ask? And Adam gave the answer all of us give. It was her, not me. It's not about me. I am powerless. I am hopeless. I am pathetic. I'm a victim. Only me? Right? Adam's like our, like our, you know, he's, he's our, our mascot. Like Adam. And then, and and Eve goes, oh gosh, uh, it was the snake. Right? Like, like not it. The snake's like, yeah. Right? Like, no, but, but watch what happens. God is asking them a question. Why are you afraid? And what do they do? They double down on fear. That's not the problem. So he goes, okay, I'm naked, right? I'm naked. He said, who told you you were naked? He's trying to get them to realize what? 
They believed a lie. See, fear is the evidence that I have believed a lie. Fear is the evidence that I believed a lie. That's why love, who is truth, he's the way, the truth, and the life, is he not? When love comes, truth comes, truth reveals the lie that I was totally cool with. In that moment, when I am afraid, when I'm full of fear, it's not a problem with you. It's not a problem with God. It's a problem that's been revealed in me. Now, who are my people? You're like, no, it's true. It's true. Yes. Nope. Just Masha. You can pray for her. <laughs> right? It's not a lie. I have evidence. Evidence. Who are my lawyers? You're like, right? God, it's the woman you gave me. It was never my fault. I'm not to blame her. If you had just left me alone with the giraffes, I would have been fine. Right? No, no. In this moment, God's trying to say, there's a lie you believe here, and this lie is cutting you off from experiencing love. So when fear manifests, this is the moment that love has come near, and I can step through fear into love if I'm willing. The very thing I've longed for is right in front of me. I can step into love if I'm willing. Or I can do what? What do we do? I mean, other people. Run! Yeah, or fight or flight, right? I either, I put distance between you and me. Either I run back up or I make you back up, right? Fight or flight, right? Or, or I step through fear into love. God, what is the lie? Many of you guys have heard this story, but it's the truest, true story of my life. Having spent seven years in Russia, I bought fear by, at Costco. I had it in barrels. I had it in drums. I had a fear for things you can't even hope to exp- I mean, I had it down to a science. I, I woke up in the morning with a to-do list to find more things to be afraid of because I was going to save my life by every means possible. And there are bad people out there. Were there bad people out there? Yes. It was true. It was true. The the government had a file on me. It was true that they were out to get us. It was true. And all that truth brought me to what? A catatonic state where I'm in a corner shaking. (laughs) If all your thinking has brought you to a place you do not like, have another thought. What is that other thought? God's, but what I say is really true. He's the truth. And so I go, God, now every time somebody freaked out in the Bible, what did God say to them? He said, fear not. And they're like, why? And what was his answer? I am with you. The most disappointing answer in the entire history of the world. (laughs) True? Nobody? You're like, no, 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 no. No, no, this is the part where you zap my enemies or you, I don't know what, like, do something a little more active here. Not just be like, whoa, I'm with you, right? I, I love it when Joshua meets the commander of the Lord's army. He's like, are you with us or against us? And he's like, dude, I'm on God's side. You figure it out, 
Like, like, no, the reality is when fear is manifesting in me and God says, I am with you, what is he saying? If God bids for us, well, I have a list. (laughs) What is he really saying there? He's not saying who can be against us. Listen, listen. If I have an open bankroll from Elon Musk that I can use his card, unlimited visa, what financial problems can come against me? I mean, unless it's like buying a small country. Like, I'm going to be okay. Like, I'm not going to look at a single bill and go, oh, no, oh, no. I don't care how big the bill is. I'm like, Elon got it, right? If God is for you, what can be against you? Fear can lure me away from the place of trusting in God. The only place I am truly safe. That's why Paul says, my life is hidden with Christ in God. So therefore, nothing bad is ever going to happen to me. (laughs) Anybody remember Paul's like list? He's like... So I was imprisoned incountable times. I can't count that high. You know, I was shipwrecked three times, you know, because that's what you do. Like, people are like, I'm not going on trips with you anymore. <laughs> right? The reason, like, no, God says, God says, no, because here's, here's, here's what we do. This is why. Because God started going after my fears. He said, he said, Peter, you've believed a lie. That everybody can kill you, everybody can get you, everybody can rob you, everybody can steal from you, everybody can betray you. That, anybody been there? Like everybody. All of y'all made the list. Congratulations. No, literally. And you get to this pl- smaller and smaller and smaller place and there's no love and I'm separating myself, I'm protecting myself. And I was like, no, I don't want to live here anymore. And he goes, great. So just hand me fear. And I'm like, what? That's the only thing that's keeping me safe. Can fear keep you safe? No. Fear is praying to the devil. And it just draws the very thing I fear. That's why Job says the most terrifying verse in scripture. What I have feared has come upon me. In this point where I'm terrified and I'm afraid, I go, God, how can I? He says, well, if fear isn't working for you, you could trust me. Yeah, no. What's wrong with trusting God? I know you shouldn't say that in a church. You don't know what he's going to do? Control. It is so hard to control God. Let's be real about it, right? Like, like, and I am only safe if I'm in control. I've said this before. True self-control is simply my ability to say yes to Jesus in every situation. That's it. The, the fear is I have to trust that he is good. I have to trust that he is for me. I have to trust that he will protect what is truly important and valuable in my life.
and I shared this with this whole thing in Russia, what, what really bothered me was when I hung out with Robbie Dawkins. Because he shot my whole story in the head. Because my story, my whole goal was to avoid arrest. That was my goal. Don't get arrested by the KGB, the FSB. Don't get arrested. Masha could get taken away, but no, no, not you. Like, 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 like I felt like, like Jacob, like take her, or I, you know, take her. You did go. She did. She got arrested. I'm like, ah, what I feared has come upon me. Well, no, wait, I'm still here. No, I mean, just it's evil because you, fear gets you in a smaller, smaller place. And I'm like, ah, and like all my fear still, she got arrested. I'm like, ah, and then Robbie's telling me, yeah, I got arrested. Actually, I went to preach in this place. They told me not to preach because I would get arrested. And then they told me to stop preaching because the, the police were in the house. And I said, no, that's why I came. And I started preaching the gospel. People are getting saved. And I got arrested and thrown in the worst prison. And I didn't know if I'd get out. And it was hard. But you know what? God got me out. See... When I trust him, I let go of my plan, my way, and it gives him options. Gives him options. My fear gets me into a tinier and tinier tinier place. Trust brings me into a wide open field of God's options. I had this conversation about, about people. I said, God, why are people, why are your people so mean? And he said, well, because it's people. I said, but, but you're so trusting and you give them so many opportunities, not me, of course, but other people, opportunities, and they do bad stuff with those opportunities. He said, I know. He said, but I've got, I'm so creative. Even when they do bad things, I can turn those things to good to the people who will trust me. See, if I, the only way I can do relationship is if there's no chance of betrayal, will I have any relationships? No, because I know my own hearts. I'm not trustworthy to the nth degree. If my standard for having relationship is not getting hurt, well, I better quit now. True? If my standard for being okay is absolute safety, we're done. Do you know what that gets you? You know, the most terrifying thing is, is you and I have a measured way more than anywhere else in the world. But the U.S., we have this luxury of thinking we can have a degree of safety, right? Whether it's insurance policies or medical insurance or car insurance or, you know, savings, FDIC, whatever. But do you know what? We still don't, we still know there's a degree to which we don't have control. You know, the most terrifying thing is when you actually think you have control. You guys remember a guy by the name of Howard Hughes? Howard Hughes was the Elon Musk of his generation. Genius businessman, made unbelievable amounts of money, dated all the movie stars, and made just ungodly amounts of money. And it led him to this idea that he could make himself safe. And by the end of his life, he was living buck naked on the top floor of a casino he owned in a hermetically sealed apartment living off white bread that had been somehow sterilized. Why? 
because he thought he could make himself safe and he was terrified of germs. See, the lie that I can eliminate risk is a lie. I only can discover the one who is trustworthy and true to turn everything to my good. Right? See, God doesn't cause the bad things in life, but there ain't no fastball that can come at us that he can't spin around for our good if we'll let him. If we'll take off the limitations, we'll take off the boundaries of what that looks like. And the evidence of this is he said, Jesus goes, you want to know what love looks like? What? What? Show me what love looks like. Hearts? Teddy bears? Fluffy? Just cuddles? You'll never betray me. He said, no, you know what love looks like? Love means I love you guys so much. And then you pin me to a cross. I didn't sign up for that. Jesus showed us. He said, now I showed them the fullness of his love, John says. And he went to the cross and he said, look this. I'm going to risk it all. Roll the dice. Snake eye. Up on a cross. He risked it all. And do you know what happened? Having risked it all. Having laid down his own life with no options. God raised him up from the dead. And released him into life. Into Guys, this is our God. He is the resurrector of death. You're like, no, if I go there, I'll lose everything. God said, that's not a problem. If I go there, they'll betray me. Not a big deal. God, don't you care? Yeah, I love you. I just don't care about the stuff you're afraid of. Well, if I risk that, well, what about this? What he goes, I don't care. I'll turn it to your good. He works all things together for good for those who love him. Love, love, love. Who step through fear into love. I will not protect myself. I will not. I will be obedient to you. I will trust you with my life. I will trust you with my child. I will trust you with my wife, my husband, my future wife, my whoever. I will trust you. And I will not, because he who attempts to save his life will lose it. And we can either live a life wide open, trusting God, or we live a life ever smaller space, protecting ourselves, pulling away. And so this is my final thing that I wanted to bring us to because this is the pattern of my life. Has been the pattern of my life. Do you know what fear leads to? If fear doesn't cause me to immediately run away, it develops into resentment. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Resentment for me Best way to describe it is it is fear under incubation. It's fear. Why? You hurt me. So I'm not going to leave right this moment, but what am I going to do? Build a wall. Now I'm watching you. You looked at me funny now, right? Like, because now I'm looking for offense. And I've watched this time and time again in community. I'll watch the moment when a person gets hurt, their fears get triggered, and what they do is they pull back. 
And if they do not allow that fear and pain to be resolved, it's just a matter of time till peace out because it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Does that make sense? Anybody had that situation? You're like, I knew you'd do this to me. I knew this would happen. I knew this. Why? Because resentment causes me to build a wall to worship before fear and to slowly pull myself back. But what does love do? Love runs in. Love runs in. The greatest example of that is the story of the prodigal son. Now, if I have a son who basically said to me, I wish you were dead so you could give me your stuff. Give me my stuff. I don't want, I'd rather have your stuff than a relationship with you. I don't trust you. I'm out of here. And he goes and he blows every cent of it. And then comes back, not to have a relationship with me, but comes back to have some of my stuff again. Doesn't think I'm good. Wants to be my slave. Doesn't want to be my son. And what do you see the father do? My son! Heart wide open. Heart wide open to being rejected. Heart wide open to being used. Heart wide open. Ah! But this is what love looks like. God, what would you have me do here? Let me just put a caveat. It doesn't mean a lack of boundaries. But there are boundaries are love. Walls are fear. Boundaries say, I'm willing to risk staying close to tell you, give you feedback on how you're doing, of how it's affecting me, what you're doing. I'm going to stay close. Walls are, goodbye. I may be present here, but I'm not here, right? So here's my question for us today. Could it be that the story of our life is exactly backwards? That the story of all of our rejections, the story of all of our fears proved true, were really us pouring water on our fears rather than stepping through fear and asking love what he wants us to know about the situation? Could it be that there are relationships in our past that we have stories about that aren't true. That's the story God had to challenge me on. I had a whole story about my life in Russia, about blah, 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 blah. And God's like, what if all those seven years, most of it's a lie? Ah! But I don't want to live in fear anymore. So let you be proved true and every man a liar. I want what you say to be true in my life. God, I have stories about all the people in my life and I lay those stories before you and say, you tell me what you want me to know about them. You tell me, I'm not going to protect me. I'm going to trust you and I'm going to follow you. If we could have the worship team come up. I love this. Even in this, Marina was singing that about his banner over us. You know the verse that tells us what his banner is? His banner over me is love. Do you know what you put a banner over? Something you've conquered. His banner over me, he conquers me with his love. And I step through fear 
into his love. And everything that's not of you, God, dies. But all that is of you lives with life. If we could stand. Father, we just come before you right now with all of our fears, all the things that seemed like wisdom, all the things that seemed smart. And Lord, we lay them at your feet. And we say, God, what would you tell, have me know about these things? What would you have me know? I trust you and I step into love. For more information, go to arisealife.org or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. 